Alrighty, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Barca Blagranas podcast. My name is Josh. Hope everyone is having a good day. So, I took a week off, you know, a little beach trip with the family. I'm back. Uh, since I have left, the Euros have taken place, clearly. Uh, we talked about that two weeks ago. Um, a lot has happened in the Euros, and we're going to get to all that stuff later on. But first, I did want to, there, there's a bit of Barca news to get to. So, uh, Usman Dembele, of course, got hurt uh, playing for France. It doesn't, the severity of it isn't super clear to me yet. Um, I haven't read about it in like a day or two, but it just sucks because like he was having a decent tournament. He had had a pretty good year for Barca again. I know he's um, he's in renewal talks given his contract ending next year. And I, I just got to say like I'm happy for him that his contract doesn't end this year because that would suck especially bad is if you get hurt right, you know, amidst your contract negotiations in a time when Barcelona are trying to save money just wouldn't be good for him. Uh, looks like Coutinho. We're going to get the continued Philippe Coutinho experience, which is just awesome. Uh, that's been a lot of fun so far. But it seems like no one no one wants him. And as a result, we just get more Philippe Coutinho. Lack of interest. Uh, Martin Braithwaite wants to fight for his part of Barcelona. Uh, he's actually been someone that, um, obviously, the the tragedy with Denmark and Christian Eriksen, um, Denmark's a great story. Uh, they're playing Wales in the first round. They actually, they their side of the bracket isn't that horrible, actually. Um, but Braithwaite has been great for Wales or for uh, for Denmark, and so um, I am interested to see him continue at Barcelona. I do like his. We've talked about this time and time again. His change of pace, all that stuff that he brings off the bench is just super interesting. Um, and then finally, there was a report today out of Spain, I think, that Messi's contract renewal could mean the end of Griezmann. Uh, again, that just goes back to the the difficulty that Barcelona are having, like figuring out the, the fiduciary situation. Uh, it's a nice word, fiduciary situation, kind of at the club. And given that Messi is going to have to take some sort of a pay cut, granted, it's not going to be like, I think... His contract's still going to be massive. It's just going to be spread out, um, even when he's not at Barcelona anymore. Like that whole two and two thing, like we talked about, two at Barcelona, two at MLS, and then an ambassador. Um, all that to say, like, I don't know who's going to pay a lot of money for Kreisman. Like, he's been great for France, to be clear. I think he's been awesome, and I think he is. His value from Barcelona paid for him theoretically hasn't dropped that much. Like, I think he's kept a lot of that. The problem is, no one has money, so. <laughs> I don't I don't know like I don't know that report doesn't take into consideration like Barcelona aren't selling him unless they can get some sort of significance money back I would think and that's just not going to happen in this climate. Um that's kind of it for Barca news. Uh let's get to the Euros because that's kind of what what everyone wants to hear. So, we're going to do a little bit of two things. We are going to do um, actually kind of just one thing, I guess, uh, we're going to do knockout stage bracket walkthrough. So we did this before the euros and, um, clearly some of those came right and some of those not so right. So we're going to go through, we are going to predict the, predict the bracket yet again, see who we have winning and just kind of talk about each team as we go through it. Um, first off. And we're just starting from the top here. Belgium, Portugal. Uh, probably the most interesting, either it's either that or England, Germany. 
the most interesting first round of 16 matchup. Uh, Portugal. Actually, of all of the, if I had to say, like, who was the weirdest team from the knockouts or from the uh, group stage, it would be Portugal. Uh, they dominate Germany. And then they have the weird draw with France. They have the match against Hungary. Like, Portugal, I, I, I don't. I don't know how to feel about them. Um, if I was just picking, like, I want to say Belgium, but Portugal have this weird tendency to, like, stay scrappy in games where it's, they just don't, like the France match. I mean, I guess the penalties thing, like, there's been a lot of jokes about Ronaldo and penalties, but I I don't necessarily love the Portugal team. They just continually, they're just continually successful. So, this is the hardest one to pick for me. And I still like don't. Where is this match at? It's in Seville. You know, it's if Belgium get knocked out, that's going to suck because they are the biggest, the only threat I see to France, honestly. Uh, although France, we can talk about them a little. We're going to talk about them later, but they didn't look great either. I'm going to pick Belgium. Um, Second matchup, we have Italy and Austria. So I greatly underestimated Italy, and that was my own fault. Uh, I they're kind of a mix mash of like players that I I love some of them, don't love some of them. I greatly underestimated them. I was wrong. I didn't have them in like my most watchable teams. I didn't necessarily think they could make a deep run, but I have them beating Austria. Sorry, David Alba, and. I think they're going to give Belgium a real run for the money. Like that, if if we get Italy, if Italy beat Austria, I don't want to sell Austria short, assuming they do, Italy against either Portugal or Belgium is just like, oh my gosh, that's so good. All right, moving down. France, Switzerland. So I'm I'm picking France, but there is something to say where like France's rotations and how they're I don't know, like the Hungary match is weird, although Hungary was way better than I expected and I think most people expected. Nevertheless, like France still the adjustments they're making don't make sense to me all the time and it's still just strange and they're still the most talented. Like until they lose, I don't I don't know. Uh Croatia, Spain. Oh man. So Spain. Um and also so Croatia only looked good to me in like one match. It was the most recent one where they, they had like four goals or something like that. Uh, so this match is in Copenhagen. Um, France, again, only looked good in one match, like two draws, I think, if I'm remembering correctly. Two draws and then the the great last match where they, they finally learned how to score goals. Um, I'm going to pick France or Spain here, sorry. I don't feel good about it. Uh, and I'm honestly just picking it because I kind of want to see France, Spain. But... This is probably the hardest first round or the first round of 16 matchup that I'm going to have to pick because I could see either one of these teams winning. Spain should win, but Spain should have done a lot of things in the group stage that they didn't do, and I don't know how to feel about that. All right, on to the other side of the bracket. Uh, The easier side, I guess you could say. Uh, Sweden, Ukraine. Uh, I will take Sweden. I really liked their performance against Poland. I thought it showed a lot. And... I'm saying it showed a lot because it was like probably the the longest I had watched a Sweden match and focused on Sweden. 
Uh, so yeah, I'm going to pick them over Ukraine. Uh, England, Germany at Wembley. Can you, oh my gosh, like the, this is just awesome. England, Germany in Wembley. Like, the, I mean, there's just nothing more to say. Like the history, the tradition of Germany winning all the time. Uh, here's the thing. I, England, I think are a better team. I think England right now are more talented. I think England should win this game. I'm picking Germany. <laughs> because until I see England beat Germany head to head, I can't wrap my head around it. All right. Netherlands, Czech Republic. I think the Netherlands have surprised me uh, as someone I didn't think very highly of them this year, and they've looked great. Uh, and then Wales, Denmark. So I'm just going to ride the Denmark train through round of 16 just because it's a cool story. Martin Braithwaite has looked great in the absence of Christian Eriksen, of course. Uh, so I'm going to pick Denmark. All right. Quarterfinals. Belgium, Italy, two of, so if I had to rank the teams right now in terms of like, I would put Belgium, Italy, and France as my top three, not in that order. But I would say those are the three teams that have, I think are the best right now. And they're all on this side of the bracket, which is crazy. Uh, Belgium, Italy, I'm going to have to pick Italy just based off recent form. Uh, I think the health of Kevin De Bruyne, like if, if De Bruyne comes out and looks unbelievable in the round of 16, looks and he looked unbelievable and when he played in the last game and a half, I guess. Um, I guess like a 70% De Bruyne is still unbelievable. But like if he really looks fully fit and Hazard looks like somewhat fit, I think Belgium could do this. But right now, just Italy looks, they don't look beatable, which, you know. And then France, Spain, like I'm not picking Spain. I barely like Spain over Croatia. I'm not going to pick them over France. Sweden, Germany. I'm picking Germany based off reputation and like how much that gets me. I don't know. Germany struck gold at the side of the bracket. Netherlands, Denmark. Sorry, Denmark. I'm going to pick the Dutch. And then semifinals, Italy, France, and then Germany, Netherlands. Got some traditional powers here. Yeah. Uh, this is, if we get Italy, France, like that's unbelievable. Uh, I'm still going to, I will never, I'm not going to pick France to lose until it happens. And then it's going to be too late, obviously. But I'm going to pick France over Italy and the semifinals and then Germany against Netherlands. If I see the Netherlands look great against the Czech Republic, I might have to, uh, I guess, recant this statement, but I don't see them beating Germany yet. But Germany's up and down performance also leads me to believe they could have an off day and anything can happen. So I'm still going to pick Germany. And then we get France-Germany, even though I don't think Germany are a top four team in this this tournament. Uh, I would literally probably have them fifth. I would have Belgium, Portugal, France, and Italy as my top four. But because of the way the bracket shook out, you know, we might get uh, France, Germany in the final, which is crazy. Like on Germany's side of the bracket, they're probably facing their toughest. Well, yeah, they're probably facing their toughest opponent. Either England or Netherlands are probably the two teams that are the toughest for them in that side of the bracket. And they're facing England in the first round. So uh, that would give them a load of confidence if they were to win that. And then, um, yeah. So France, Germany in the finals. I'm still picking France. Boring. Like, I. <laughs> until until they lose i am not going to be able to pick anyone besides france so there you have it euro 2020 knockout stage bracket in terms of watchability 
Belgium, Portugal, England, Germany are the top two. No questions asked. I think if I had to pick a third, it'd be Italy, Austria, and then France, Switzerland are the, the other two. So very interesting matchups. Um, from here on out, every matchup is going to be great to watch, though. So everyone, enjoy the rest of the Euros. And yeah, that's all I got. So if you're not subscribed to the podcast, be sure to subscribe and I will talk to you all next time. Thanks. Oh, 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 oh,